Welcome to Book Banter with me, your host, Diane Burkhart. I hope you will join me every Wednesday as we explore all things to do with, well, <laughs> books. Let's get on with our show today. Hello, my happy people. Thank you so much for joining me here today with Book Banter with Diane Burkhart, who is me. <laughs> and today is November 2nd, 2022. I have been having, well, let's let's just be honest. I've been having a terrible morning. It has been nothing but stress and complications. And I'm kind of looking forward to just having this moment to just chat and talk about books, you know, things, things that calm me down. <laughs> it started off at about 6.45 this morning, actually a little bit earlier. I had planned to get up at 6.45. I had an alarm set, a little silent alarm in my watch so it would wake me up and not wake up my husband because today he started a brand new job with a new company and we are both so excited for the opportunities that he's going to have here because he's going to get to lead his own team and be in charge and be the mentor and leader that he's been wanting to be in his career. So there's a lot of great things going on today. And I thought I'm going to get up early. I'm going to go hop in the shower before he gets up and make breakfast. And I'll walk him to the train station. And I'll stop by the store so that I can pick up some great stuff to make a wonderful dinner for him when he comes home tonight. And yeah, like, like it's typical in my life, Murphy always steps in with his little laws and things always go wrong. So I was woken up probably about 10 minutes earlier than I had planned by my lovely fur baby Shaggy, which if you've seen our webpage, you've seen all kinds of pictures. He's an adorable little rescue dog and we love him dearly. And yeah, he woke me up very early this morning wanting to go outside, which is not a problem. You know, he needs to do that. He tells me when he needs to do that. And I have no problem with that because that's better than the alternative. <laughs> so we get up and we go out and walk. But you have to understand, my dog has a lot of issues. He's afraid of everything. I mean, I mean everything. He's afraid of cars and bicycles and even cars and bicycles that are just parked on the street. and There's nobody near them not moving ones with people in it, but just ones sitting there on the street. He's afraid of them. He's afraid of trash cans. He's afraid of trash blowing on the street. He's afraid of people. He's afraid of motor scooters, like uh, little electric scooters too, and motorbikes. He's afraid of wind. When it's really windy out like it is today, and it's blowing through the trees and the leaves are rustling, he is terrified. So, of course, we go outside and it's very windy this morning. And because of all the noise, he won't go to the bathroom. So I have to keep walking him and walking him and walking him until he just can't hold it anymore. And finally, he goes to the bathroom. We come in. But this starts my day much later than I had planned. By the time we get back into the house, my husband was already up and he was in the shower. So I have to quickly, you know, just get cleaned up a little bit and make breakfast. We sit down. I'm still in my PJs and I was wanting to go to the train station with him. So while he's doing a few things around the house, I quickly run in and take a shower and I managed to get some base makeup on so I don't look completely dead. And I get ready to go out the door with him as he's leaving. I grab my shopping cart, which is this lovely little thing that he bought for me. And you have to take the wheels 
off when you store it and put it back on when you get ready to use it. So I'm standing in front of the building, putting the wheels on. He's like, honey, I can't wait. I got to go. So he kissed me and he leaves. And a minute later, I get the wheels on and I go hurry up and catch up with him. And I walk with him to the train station. The thing is, though, I was in like such a rush trying to get out of the house, you know, to walk with him to the train station. I forgot my glasses and I can see, but I can't read anything anymore. I mean, nothing, nothing anywhere. It looks like a billboard. I cannot read labels or any of those kinds of things. And I'm going grocery shopping, so I need to be able to read labels. And I had a horrible time trying to pick out items because I hadn't been to this store in a long time. And I'm like holding items probably like an inch away from my nose, trying to read the labels to see what these things are because they were out of my normal things. So I'm trying to find alternatives. It probably took me a good hour in this tiny little grocery store to pick out the things that I need for, you know, the rest of our week and for dinner tonight, because I wanted to make a special dinner for my husband when he gets home. Well, (laughs) whenever I get up to check out, I have like just this little wallet on a strap, you know, that holds my phone and has all of my essentials in it. And I have this little tiny glass tube that's a spray bottle with hand sanitizer in it. When I open my purse to get out my debit card, the bottle falls out. It never has fallen out before, but today it decides to fall out of my wallet and hit the ground and shattered. So I have to tell the cashier, you know, I just broke this bottle And he gets up and, you know, stops the line, gets up, grabs a broom, sweeps it all into the corner. He's like, don't worry about it. So he sits back down and he's ringing me up. But again, no glasses. I can't see. And they have a new card reader. And I have a new kind of card that this card reader is supposed to be able to just intuitively read. And if it's less than $50, you should be able to just, you know, tap your card on there and go. Well, I tap my card on there and apparently I hit the wrong place. And he's like, no, no, tap it here. So I tap it there and it says something, but no glasses. So I can't read it. And I'm thinking, okay, it's not reading my card. I need to put it in the machine. So I put it in the machine. He's like, no, you need to put in your pen. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I take the card out and I start to put my pen, but of course I hit the wrong number. So I have to back it out and I get a very... I don't even look at the guy, but I can hear this very huffy sound as he resets it for me. And I just kind of look up at him and I said, look, I'm sorry. I was in a rush this morning. I went off without my glasses. I can see, but I cannot read anything without my glasses. So I'm guessing at what this thing says. I cannot read it. And he was like, oh, okay. And he was like, it's you know ready for you. Put in your pen. And so I put my pen in and it finally you know goes through. And he hands me the receipt and I'm like, thank you. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, okay, have a good day. (laughs) So I I walked past Starbucks on my way home from this grocery store. And I was I was planning on, you know, stopping and having a nice relaxing coffee, but after all the problems at the grocery store, I just wanted to go home. So I walk home and I come in and luckily my dog was here and he was just so happy to see me and he's rolling all over me for like 20 minutes and kind of just made everything all better. (laughs) So this is my little plug that if you're having a bad day, the answer to stress is a rescue dog. (laughs) I'm not even kidding about this. 
get yourself a rescue dog, even if they're like ours and totally neurotic and have all kinds of fears. Whenever you come home from being gone for even just a few minutes, they just shower you with so much love and so much appreciation that it makes everything all better. So even though here being an American, living in Germany, and my German is horrible, <laughs> because, you know, honestly, I tried, when we first moved here, I knew three words of German, ja, nein, and schnell, which is just yes, no, and fast. And okay, beer. Beer's the same in German. It's just spelled differently than in English. But that's pretty much all I knew. And I do speak passable German. I can get through most encounters. I may not understand everything, but I understand the basics and I can communicate the basics. So it's not bad considering that, you know, I learned the language, which is not an easy language, but I learned this after being 50 years old and after having six brain surgeries. Whenever I get stressed out, I even have trouble remembering words in English. So the fact that I forget words in German is not shocking, <laughs> but it can be more stressful. And when you have more stress, then you forget more words and it's just a vicious circle. But at the end of the day, I know that life is good. <laughs> stress is fleeting and you just have to go on and find the good things in life. Like my dog being very happy to see me. That's a very good thing in life. But that's a lot of rambling and I'm sorry. Now we're going to get to the books. I promise. So I have been thinking a lot about the the two books that I have started. I have the final book for the Into the West Saga serial, Into the West Family Ties. I have that started. I started it last year. I was planning on releasing it for Christmas and it just was not coming together. So I set that aside and I decided to start doing my first book as Diane Burkhart it's called The Touch, and it's a serial killer, horror, thriller, mystery kind of book. And it has been coming along fairly well, but I took a big break whenever we went on vacation. I took a break from everything because I had not done that since I started writing and self-publishing books in 2015. So I thought, I'm going to take a break. Well, during this break, suddenly I started having all of these great ideas for Into the West Family Ties where they were not coming before, but I still also have all of these great ideas for The Touch. So I'm I'm kind of trying to figure out if I can work on them both simultaneously and if doing two things that are so completely different might actually help boost my creativity or if it's going to hinder it. So for like the next month, I'm going to be kind of like testing out the waters here, seeing if I can work on both and if it will keep the ideas flowing or if it's going to stagnate one or the other or both. So it's it's kind of an experimental month for me. But I am going to be doing a reading from uh, The Touch today because I wanted to do that as like my, my last little closeout for the Halloween season. Also, I am going to be taking another short break at the end of November because we're going to be going to the UK for the She Inspires Award Ceremony because I am up for the global category of the Shiro Award. I'm one of the finalists there and I am in an amazing category of women. These women in this group are just phenomenal and accomplished and it's it's such 
an honor. I know people always say that it's just such an honor to be nominated with these other people, but it really truly is. And I just, I can't wait to go and meet all of these people in person and the judges and the people who run She Inspires. It's such an incredible program that I really want to try and get more involved with it because I think it's worthwhile. And you should check it out. There's going to be a link in the podcast description so you can find out, find out more information about She Inspires because it is an incredible organization. And I also have just an exciting little update that I do have some new guests that I'm working on. Um, I have one friend that I haven't hit him up lately to talk about coming on the podcast. I mentioned it whenever I first started it, and he said that he was very willing to do it. So I'm going to see if I can pin him down for a specific time. And I, I really want to try and do it for Christmas because his books would be fantastic Christmas gifts. I don't want to give too much away right now because I don't want to mention him or his book specifically until I get an okay from him. But if it works, it'll be fantastic. You'll love it. But the other one, I was approached by an author's publicist. And this new author is actually being published by Mindy Kaling's new book studio. She is publishing some great Indian American authors and this author is one of the first, if not the first, book to be produced by this new publishing house. So I'm just now reading the book, and then I'm going to get in some specifics with the publicist about setting up an actual interview with this author. And I can tell you, I can't tell you too much about the book right now until I do the specifics on that one as well. But I will tell you, I'm only on page four of her book, and I am loving her writing style. This is really not the typical kind of book that I choose to read. I'm much more into like the sci-fi, horror, paranormal kind of just light entertainment kind of books where this is much more a realistic look at family and relationships. It makes me think of the kind of books that you would see on Reese Witherspoon's book club suggestions kind of book. Definitely one of those kinds of family oriented sort of stories. So it's definitely going to appeal to a large portion of the reading population because it's, it seems like one of those typical bestsellers that, that people always hit on. For me, that's not normally the kind of book that I go for, but so far, I mean, I'm only on page four and I can say I'm hooked. I'm, I'm already interested in the lives of these people and I want to find out more. So that's saying a lot, I think. But as soon as I get everything pinned down for these two interview guests, I will let you know. You'll see it all over my social media. So keep watching for that. It's going to be good. Now, I've done enough rambling. I've covered some of the business. So now we're going to get into the sneak peek of the touch. So here we go. The Touch, a horror book by Diane Burkhart. The dollmaker picked up his poppet and set her feet on the hand truck's base and then strapped her to the bars. He put a bag over her head so she couldn't see where they were going. As he tipped her back and began to wheel her out of the cell, he leaned in once more to whisper to her, Now we're going to have some real fun. No! screamed Diane Casey as she bolted up in her bed. She had been dreaming of the dollmaker for weeks, ever since she received an email from her old boss, Nathan Trask, asking if he could consult with her about a case. 
Diane was still panting from fear as she lay back in the bed, staring up at the mottled popcorn decoration on her ceiling. The moonlight coming in the gap between her curtains caught a few flecks of glitter in the material and twinkled at her. She was not comforted at the sight and just closed her eyes as she tried to keep from hyperventilating. Diane tried to will herself into a dreamless sleep, but it was not to be. She tossed and turned as more images of Ashley and the dollmaker kept invading her thoughts. As she tried desperately to divert her thoughts, she just kept circling back around to a quote by Frederick Nietzsche that Robert Ressler had used in a profiling seminar she attended back in college. Battle not with monsters, lest ye become a monster. And if you gaze into the abyss, the abyss gazes also into you. He warned the class that when you become an FBI profiler and devote your life to hunting monsters, you put yourself in harm's way mentally as well as physically. (laughs) Too fucking right, Robert. Diane finally gave up the fight for sleep and reached over to her nightstand and clicked on her tablet. She found her Netflix app and turned on The Big Bang Theory. It was her late-night go-to for nights when her brain just would not shut off. She was in about four episodes of season seven when she finally drifted back to sleep. As the morning light crept in between the blackout curtains, a spire of light sliced across Diane's face. With an irritated groan, she grabbed the pillow beside her and dropped it on her face to black out the light. Diane folded her arms over the top of the pillow and pressed the downy mass down. The action brought a flash of deja vu rushing into her conscious mind. Like a wave trying to pull a poor swimmer under the surface, Diane felt herself being dragged into another memory that was not her own. She could feel the pillow being pressed down harder and harder with a directed force. Someone was trying to smother her with it. She tried to fight and twist to get out from under the bulky mass that was stealing her breath from her. She could feel her lungs beginning to burn as the unseen attacker pressed down harder. Ashley didn't have to see her attacker to know who was suffocating her. It was the doll maker. She prayed he would kill her this time and give her a release from her nightmare. But her wish was not granted. Diane's alarm went off, wrenching her back from the memory and bringing her back to her own bedroom. She bolted up in her bed and threw the pillow across the room, where it flew into the Tiffany-style floor lamp, knocking it into the wall, shattering the glass shade. Diane sighed as she looked at the colored glass splintered on her beige carpet. Well, shit. Diane felt a cold nose touch her arm as it worked to move her arm enough so a furry head could slide between her arm and side. She looked down at the fuzzy face, turned up to study her with eyes filled with concern. It's okay, Harley, said Diane as she hugged her service dog close and reassured her. I'm okay, baby. It was just the usual. Nothing extra tonight. And I think we're going to stop there. This was your little sneak peek of The Touch, just introducing you to our main detective, Diane Casey. Now, here's a fun fact for you. When I was in my 20s and I would do things that I wasn't sure if I would get in trouble for or not, I would use the name Diane Casey. (laughs) That was sort of my little alias. There was one time that I was trying to track down an old friend of mine I'd worked with, and I knew he had gone to a university out east. So I called the university's main office and I told him that I was trying to find this friend of mine I gave them this whole sob story of why I was trying to get in touch with this guy. 
and I used the name Diane Casey. They gave me all of his personal information. So I called him and I told him what I had done and he found it absolutely hilarious. He said that he was not surprised that I could pull something off like that, that I was very convincing. But ever since then, he always referred to me as Diane Casey, which is one reason why I decided to use Diane Burkhart to write under. Diane is my middle name and Burkhart is my last name. But I just, I've, I've always really liked using the name Diane for things. <laughs> so that's, that's your little bit of trivia today. Now, keep in mind, this was never anything that was truly nefarious. It was just, you know, stupid little pranks and things like that. But just fun trivia for you. I hope you had a fantastic Halloween. I hope you enjoyed the sneak peek of the touch. And in case you missed it, I did do a cover reveal on Halloween. The final picture in the video that I produced did not really give a good clear image of the cover the way that it's going to show. So I'm going to be posting the actual clear photos of the cover today with the podcast and some of the other things. So you will be able to see a good clear picture of what the cover is going to look like. I really liked the rest of the video the, the final image of the cover was not as clear as I would have liked, but I just, I like the whole look of the reveal video. So I went ahead and went with it because I knew I could always post more photos later where you could get a better, clearer look. And you're going to get that today. So keep watching the podcast information. Keep watching my social media. I hope you have some fantastic, incredible author guests coming up very soon. You're not going to want to miss out. And of course, I will have more information on The Touch and book seven of Into the West Family Ties. We'll see how my experiment goes, see if working on two books at once is going to work. I don't know, but we're going to try. It'll be worth it if I can do it. So more work is never a bad thing as long as you enjoy it. And I love doing this. So it is that time, people, for you to go forth. And I hope not just on Wednesdays, but every day. You're happy.